You are listening to And Press Play, written and recorded by James West. Hello, and welcome back to And Press Play. This week I'm reviewing a rather interesting song. Interesting in the sense that it's been done in two different ways by basically the same people. Now the song that I'm reviewing is Too Much Love Will Kill You by Brian May, taken from his first solo album, Back to the Light. Now the reason why I've said this is done in two different ways is that this song was also done by Queen, where the arrangement of it was changed, it was turned into more of a power ballad sort of thing, and most importantly, Freddie Mercury was on the lead vocals. This was released on their posthumous album, Made in Heaven. Now a bit of background on both, really. Back to the Light was Brian May's first solo album, released in 1991, 1992, and it's basically written at a time where he was undergoing severe depression, his marriage was failing, Freddie Mercury was dying, you know, he'd lost his father. So it's a hugely confessional album in some respects, and also quite, to some extent I would even argue, depressing one, and this is certainly one of the more depressing pieces. The song, Too Much Love Will Kill You, it's a, it's a reflection of the breakdown of his first marriage and his subsequent relationship with actress Anita Dobson, who he then, well, later married and has been married for about 20-odd years. It's very sombre, it's very melancholy. It starts off with his almost gospel-tinged intro of a chorus of voices which helps set the scene of the song before the piano kicks in. This is mainly a piano-led ballad, which is quite unusual for Brian May, who's, let's face it, famous for being a rock guitarist. The song, like I said, is primarily piano-led, and the opening riff helps set the mood very, very well. It's quite dark, it's quite gloomy. And then May starts singing, I'm just the pieces of a man I used to be, so many bitter tears are raining down on me. Starting the song in a very anguished tone, and, you know, in an awful lot of pain. Even if you watch the video and look at him singing it, it, it doesn't look to be a pleasant experience, to put it mildly. The juxtaposition between the harshness of the piano and the softness and strain of May's vocals are absolutely superb. Because the piano, although it's used, is quite sparing and it's quite harsh in its, you know, pressing of keys and all the rest of it. There's some exceptionally sung lines with no one ever told the truth to me about growing up and what a struggle it would be. Which kind of is something I think a lot of us can relate to. It's the idea that almost you've reached a stage in life where, you know, you kind of wish for those earlier days because everything was a lot, lot simpler. Uh, The idea is that he's looking at the mess his life has become, obviously, with all the personal strife he's been under and trying to work out, you know, where it all started, where it all went wrong. And this is really strongly inferred in the next line um, and subsequent verses. But one thing I do like about this is as we start approaching the chorus, there's this very slight hint of hopefulness in his voice as if he'll work out and he'll be able to get through it. The chorus is preceded by some harsh piano notes which sets the tone for May's vocals, which, as I've previously said, really, really lead the song, and this is no different in the chorus. You know, very clearly, very loudly, there's a huge too much love will kill you, giving a frantic and emotional deliverance accompanied by only the piano. His voice is just exceptional for the amount of anguish it portrays in these lines. It's this frantic desperation of trying to warn the listener that this is what will happen, you know, don't do the same as me. The one thing I do massively love about the chorus is that the final line of the chorus is spoken. He just kind of resigns himself to the facts of his situation. He kind of looks down and says, well, too much love will kill you. It doesn't, um, which is quite a change from the, you know, loud noises and not loud noises, loud voice you've heard before. Verse two continues in the same sort of depressing-ish vibe. I'm a shadow of a man I used to be somehow implying he's less than he was even at the beginning. I mean, you know, he was previously the pieces of a man and now he's the shadow of it, which is even worse. Um, However, the second verse adds some string accompaniment along with the piano. It's not overpowering of his vocals at any point, 
but it's there and it kind of helps create a more a greater feel a more in-depth um, musical background indeed may sings this verse with a lot more energy the strings are there so there's a bit more loudness in the song and his voice gains or gains a bit more um, energy all through it again seemingly implying there's a way out of this mess uh, the second chorus is this climactic message where the whole focus is just solely on May's vocal performance with little instrumental accompaniment. The piano is toned down, that kind of thing. And his cries of anguish in every note as he sings, too much love will kill you, make you bleed and scream and crawl, the pain will make you crazy, you're a victim of your crime, too much love will kill you every time. Frantically warning the listeners of the danger of this. I think the lyrics are superb in this, but then again, it's one of those things that I guess you can only do because you've lived through it. Then we get an instrumental break, which is quite nice. Lovely bit of acoustic guitar. It's Brian May. He's a guitarist. We like some guitar in that, don't we? And some piano before a further final verse where May gives his all once again to warn the listener, too much love will kill you, it'll make your life a lie. Too much love will kill you and you won't understand why, before ending with some soft acoustic guitar and a soft repetition of In The End, which is quite nice. It's an excellent song. Now... We come to basically part two of this episode, which is discussing the Queen version. Now, I'm not quite sure why there was a demo of this with Freddie, but for whatever reason there was. It's one of these songs I suspect that Brian May wrote and then probably presented to Queen maybe, like um, similarly to Headlong and I Can't Live With You, which made it onto Queen's final album, Innuendo. Um, But anyway, Queen did a version of this with Freddie Mercury on lead vocals, and the song had an extra added rock element to it. Um, The structure of the song remains mostly the same with the same lyrics, but there are a few obvious differences. The chorus of voices as an intro is gone. Freddie sings it a bit faster. Mercury's vocals are a bit more, I don't want to say sanitised, but sanitised is probably the right word. Brian May sings this from a sense of anguish and despair. Freddie Mercury does not. Partly this could be because um, they're using a demo tape, and obviously this album was released years after Mercury had died, so there wasn't the option of re-recording vocals. Or maybe it's simply because the songs aren't as personal to him as they were to Brian May. But that it doesn't have the same emotional depth as May's performance does, which is like the emotion's been turned down a notch. In fact, quite a few notches, I would argue. But the instrumentation on this version is stronger, and it sounds like the kind of Queen song that could have been placed on The Miracle, the album before Innuendo. Anyhow, the chorus remains the same, but the strength of Mercury's vocals is a welcome change from May's softer and more anguished tones. But again, it gives that sort of sanitised vibe with the same instrumentation, which is not something I'm massively fond of. Um, However, the one thing I do really, really like about this version is the final two verses. Because it's a power ballad, the drums kick in about the 2 two minutes 15 mark, and they provide a much-needed edge and bite to the song. You know, there's some excellent electric guitar interludes, the guitars are much more present in general, and there's a greater balance, I would say, between the music and the vocals, as opposed to May's version, where the focus is on his vocals. Roger Taylor's drumming obviously is superb and Deacon's best lines, but it presents a much more almost grandiose ending to the song. But the problem is with that, in my opinion, is that you've started, both songs start in the same sense of anguish and despair, admittedly Mercury's less so, but then there's just too much of a rise in mood across the song um, on the Queen version and I don't think it works as well. So to conclude, unsurprisingly, I think that Brian May's copy of this song is better and significantly so partly because it's just a more personal song to him anyway i would say that queen's version is good and for some reason has become the definitive version i'm not entirely sure why but anyhow um i would give the i sorry i will give brian may's version of this song about 4.8 out of 5 but i would only give queen's version of this a 3.2 out of 5 
Hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you next time.